everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. Thank you for being here at the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the meteorologist on the moose. And on our journey today, we've got a trailer coming to you on t Tuesday, December 6th for some reason. So jump on into the Xbox Drive. Bra bra. Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. You nailed that intro, by the way. Just nailed it. at life. Just absolutely failing at everything. Uh, how are you, Ryan? I am doing well. How are you? See, you look, I surprised you me. this time. Mm. I didn't even joke with you about the weather or anything. Yep. No, I'm doing terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. All good. I can't even do a damn intro for the thing I've been doing for over six years. I haven't really even changed it, but here we are. Let's talk about video games for God's sakes. Absolutely. I'm I'm actually very excited to talk to you about video games because we got again, games like, to talk about. For sure. Well, actually, it's a packed show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because it's yes. not just video games we played for once. We've got a couple of great topics, of course, thanks to y'all's support. And then, of course, we've got some news as well. We'll get into as well. But before we do all that, Sean, let's clean the garage before it gets all dusty. Because it's all, like there's cobwebs in there and stuff. We want to get that out of there. Get that out of here. We don't no one likes, you know, dust mites. So folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do it. Number one, if you're watching the live stream right meow, right, youtube.com slash carpool gaming. Or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to hit that like button, slightly tap that subscribe button if you haven't tapped it already. And then let us know in the comments below what you think Xbox is going to announce at the Game Awards. Maybe you think they're going to announce, you know, uh, Banjo-Kazooie cross Viva Pinata. That would be pretty cool, right? So let us know in the comments below if you think that's possible. Also, if you're listening to audio feeds, don't forget to, of course, rate us. Maybe you leave us a nice uh, review on Apple Podcasts or you leave us a comment on Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, Sean, I got to say a huge shout out to everyone who's been sharing their Spotify wrapped with us, saying that, of course, Xbox Drive is their favorite podcast out there. Or, of course, we're in the top fives. It's always cool to see that from peeps out there. I know Spotify is kind of like one of our platforms that not a lot of our listeners are actually on. In fact, most of our listeners are actually on Apple Podcasts, um, but it's still been really cool to see all week. But um, Also, if you want one big podcast feed with the entire Carpool Gaming Cinematic Universe or some exclusive content exclusive, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash carpoolgaming, just like Stingray X did over at that exclusive tier, getting the pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, getting that sweet hangs from last night, get all kinds of great stuff over there on the Patreon. Channel. Ryan, last night on sweet hangs, Donnie and I created the perfect Mario game. And then we uh, woke up this morning and it's not reality. And now I'm sad. Aww. <laughs> it was sucks. perfect. It was perfect. And people should listen to it. I know it's a long as three hours and 40 minutes. We went the distance as we tend yep. to on sweet hangs. Um, that's a, that, that's a podcast. That's chicken noodle soup for my soul. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just, that's just what it's all about. Well, that man. was a great way to kind of close out the year for Sweet Hangs as well. Cause yep. like, I, like I know y'all kind of been doing like the shorter shows for Sweet Hangs. So it's good to have like a nice, like almost four hour show just because. So. Did we do a shorter one? Yeah. Like the one before was like, I was looking on my timeline from, was it two and from and last time. It was like two hours. Yeah. So yeah, we got right back to it. You almost had, you almost did a double episode this mm -hmm. week of Sweet mm -hmm. Hangs. The, the hangs were so sweet, Sean. You just couldn't help it. They were but, sweet. Yeah. Last but not least, of course, I want to promote carpoolgaming.com, where we've got all of oh, our yeah. merch, including the Xeno Babe t-shirt, which is still on sale until the end of December. So you got till the end of the month or until we actually decide to take it down from 
the website um, in order to purchase it. So head on over there, of course, if you want a little Bobby uh, hoodie like Sean's wearing, an Xbox Trav t-shirt. We got all kinds of awesome stuff over there. Uh, so carpoolgaming.com is the place to go. But anyways, Sean, let's grab our eight tracks, pop them in. It's time for the playlist. And I'm very excited, John, to hear what you have to say about your games you played this week, because there's one in particular. I'm just I'm ready. I'm ready. Is to it First Squadron? It. Is it First Squadron you want to hear be. about? It or be. is it Call of Duty Advanced Warfare that you'd like to hear about, Ryan? <laughs> Excellent. You didn't even have what, that one on the design doc, I but I knew you it. were playing that right before the show. <laughs> I was just playing it. I was I was um, pressing X to pay respects, Ryan. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Going on a Jeep drive with uh, with Kevin Spacey in his private army. Yep. Nothing wrong, Not, nothing wrong nothing, with that. Nothing troubling about that at all. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Which one do you want to start with? You want to start with First Squadron? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, get the, get, the, get the filler ones out of the way, because, again, I know there's a, a one you wanted to talk about. Afterwards. Yeah. For, OK, so First Squadron is an absolute shameless ripoff of Star Fox. It's kind of got like the neon wireframe graphics. You hold the A button to lock on and you get bonus points for smashing more than one enemy at a time. It's soulless. It doesn't have great music. The missions are short. Like, there's not really much to write home about other than the fact that someone had the gall to make Fur Squadron, not <laughs> Star Fox. Uh, there's a character in there, another fox-like character or wolf, maybe one of your teammates, um, just like Falco, just like kind of arrogant and cocky and giving you attitude all the time yeah. uh so i don't know why i'm playing that dude i'm a mess right now uh I mean, start- it, it sounds like a even though it's not perfect it's probably like a fun it's pick fun. play distraction mm-hmm. yep. like you it's just a- pick it up for five minutes put it down palate cleanser yeah. which is actually exactly like why i was playing it because i did finish ryan the uh the, Al- the alan wake remastered it is completed yeah. It did come with the DLC that they released for Alan Wake, uh, yeah. the Signal and the Writer or something like that. Yeah, it's like two bonus episodes. Yeah, I didn't play those. I, right. I think I'm good. I think I'm done. Uh, I need to tell you, I don't understand this ending at all. I, I sent you a message as I finished the game. It's not a lake. It's an ocean. Like that was some sort of like grand reveal. Like what the hell does that mean? I have no clue what's going on. Like is the wife okay? Is she dead? Like what's real? What's I, I have no idea. But we can dive into this, Ryan, if you like to. Alan Wake we, remastered. We could. I don't know if we want to. I don't know if we want to do full spoilers. I mean, the, mm. the ending yeah, is no trying spoilers. to indicate the indicate in the. It's trying to indicate that you know, the, of course, that the problem that's happening there is not just there. It's other mm. places. Like that's kind of the idea. That uh, makes sense. That. Totally but, makes sense. But uh, I mean, how did how did you love some of the enemy designs? Like getting attacked by trash cans. Trash cans, um, excavators, other other um, yeah large equipment tables and that yeah. kind of thing yeah no dude it, um you know the game is a great length it couldn't be much longer you know i just uh i think i was good getting upgrading my flashlight to a heavy duty flashlight to the gigantic lantern yeah. and uh taking my my flare gun and exploding four guys at once that was super fun uh but i don't know like I kind of went on a ride with this one because I'm like, man, this is way better than I remember it being. And then as yep. I kind of walk away from it, I'm like, this is kind of exactly how I feel, remember feeling at the mm. end of it. It's a perfectly serviceable, like fun game, uh, just like Quantum Break, an absolutely horrendous final quote unquote boss. Yep. I don't know if like people don't want to be spoiled. Oh on my that God. One. That, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so it's it's actually almost as bad as the, the end boss in Superman Returns. For the Xbox 360. 
which is actually the same enemy type nice that you fight in this game Mm -hmm. yep that 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 makes sense so i'm glad i played it because i i I, you know we were chatting about it and i wasn't Mm -hmm. sure and i just kind of yeah. I'm going to play old games from now on, Ryan. It's good to find out, Sean. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you're playing old games as well, because, you know, you don't always need to play the new games, especially if an old game is new to you, then it, then it's like it's a new this game. one wasn't. I've replayed this one like none yeah. of the above. But I, I found myself I found myself like wanting to play it like I kind of just wanted and, and, and the episodic kind of thing jives with me like I yeah. can kind of you would realize that you'd play for 90 minutes and you'd get some sort of outcome. Especially, too, because like when you get to the end of the episode as well, like if you put it down for a bit and then come mm-hmm. back, it, it then gives you like the clip show and everything. Totally. Like yeah. I always appreciated that. It, it, it you know keeps you up to date with the story in case you kind of forget some of the story. Like if you're not binging the game or something. Yeah. I love that idea. So, yeah, because, um, yeah, you're right. Like I do feel like this game in particular, it's not nearly as strong as Remedy's other games, but I still appreciate it. I still think sure. there's a lot of great things yeah. about it. And that's that's it's it's also one of the reasons why I just appreciate Alan Wake 2 so much more is because it is just so much better than this game. Like, mm-hmm. you can definitely tell, like, you can definitely see, like, the evolution of this studio between Alan Wake and then Alan Wake 2 and just how far they've come. Yeah. With the way they design their games. There were a, cur- a couple jump scares where it really got me, and I said out loud, nice. Like, I kind of went like, okay, you got me. Good one. All right. I see what you're doing here. That was nice. That was fun. But yeah, like after a while, it just kind of became a bit of a shooting gallery and yeah, you know, like, like a lot of itself is definitely like one of the like not as strong elements, I think. Yeah. In that game. Yeah. But I'm glad I I, I finished it, Ryan. I finished quite a few games this year. None of them are from this year. No one Uh, can take that away from you, Sean. No one can say this, this year definitively. You, You didn't beat any games when you, I think you've actually beaten probably more games this year. Than like any other Recent year memory. that you and I've done this show together. Doing I the think. thing. I'm staying focused, man. Yeah. Xenoblade. I, I'm going to keep playing Xenoblade. But I do. And we can talk about sales later, too. But I've got a lot sales. of distractions. I got picked up a bunch of games on sale. Call of Duty was one of them. Um, Advanced Warfare with <laughs> Kevin Spacey for whatever yeah. reason. Dude, that nice. game looks great. I got to tell you, that game looks really, really good for a 2015 game or whatever it was. Like it holds up on the graphical front. I'll tell you that much. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I uh, actually I'll just bring it. I can't see right now. I can't see says with Cyber Week coming to a close. Mm. What are your some of your favorite deals in the Xbox sale? What are your favorite Xbox hardware deals? The reason why I wanted to bring this up now, number one, because you're talking about the games you just bought on sale, Sean. But mm-hmm. number two, uh, last week, we actually did the whole episode on that. Like that was kind of like our main topic. So if you want to kind of have our big breakdown of like our favorite things from the sales and, and our recommendations, like definitely go back and listen to last week's episode yeah um yeah because for me sean i didn't really buy anything on sale i bought one game i talked about i, I mentioned it in the i think in the nintendo drive chat this week but i bought uh i bought ghost trick finally just to please seth sturgeon seth. because mm-hmm. it was 15 dollars, and i was like yes i mean i i can't argue with getting that game for 15 dollars. so um yeah as far as you know black friday and cyber monday kind of stuff like the only thing i picked up were like I picked up some physical movies as well that just came Ooh. in the mail today. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even opened the package yet because I literally just got it before we started the show. Um, but beyond that, like I kind of stayed away from sales because, you know, I can't really spend too much money at the moment. 
Totally fair. Uh, Ryan, thanks to um, ID at Xbox, who sends us every ID at Xbox game every single week. Uh, I redeemed a code uh, for Turok 3 Shadow of Oblivion, which oddly enough, Donnie (laughs) and I just talked about on Sweet Hangs yesterday. And it is as corny, cheesy, old school as as you could possibly imagine. Uh, And I can't wait to dive into that maybe a little bit more. Um, picked up Jurassic Park Classic Games Collection, which you chatted about last week. I've got that. I don't know if I'm going to jump in, uh, but we'll see. But I yeah. did I did buy Outriders, World Slayer, Ryan. That's probably Ooh. one of the biggest games that I picked up. Uh, nice. The whole, the main game and the DLC, uh, that was $32 Canadian. That's so. awesome. Again, World Slayer is great. Like, I mm-hmm. actually really enjoyed that expansion. Um, and the base game as well, with that update as well, because they added a lot of quality of life things to the normal game as well. Like, I think Outriders, World Slayer, like the, that combined package is pretty good. So. Pretty pretty good package. Another, speaking yeah. of good packages, Ryan, Segway. Anthem, colon, Legion of Dawn edition, I picked up for $4. For yeah, <laughs> but, it's on, but it's on Game Pass. Who knows? Who knows how long I'll be on Game Pass? You got to have Anthem, Ryan, for the future of, and for the archives, you know, for the <laughs> memories. It's true. It's true. Because you're right. It might end up being like Marvel's Avengers, where I guess you got to buy it or it disappears. You no longer buy Marvel's Avengers anymore, Sean. It's gone forever. Oh, I have that. I I did pick up that as well. Uh, that's probably the most notable stuff. I've picked up a few other kind of like random things. Laura Croft in the Temple of Osiris for three bucks. Yeah. You know, Dishonor 2 for four bucks. Kind of stuff like that. Yeah. As far as the hardware deals I can't see, like I think like, you know, if you were if you, if you were looking to buy a console, I think now is a pretty good time to get it because yep. it is kind of the lowest it's been since the Series X and Series S came out. I saw actually Series S bundles, Sean, going for like 200 American dollars at some yep. places, which is really interesting. <laughs> and the best part was there were pictures of people showing the Series S in store and they bundled a free game with it. A free game on disc physical mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's like strapped to the box and it, the best part it was it was it was an xbox three or sorry xbox one version of fifa 22 so unbelievable it, with, without a free upgrade and it was you know the physical uh. version <laughs> oh you know God. and you hear about all these like what is grandma gonna do when she goes into a store and doesn't understand the difference between this like we should be worried about these retailers. Like they don't yeah. understand what's going on, man. Holy cow. That's they really ridiculous. Don't. Now, in, in fairness to the retailer, I saw this one because I think there was a, a Walmart. They also had attached to the, the console as well, an Xbox gift card. So at least you could go buy, they, you, they give you some money that to buy stuff it. on the store. But yeah, no, yeah, that's it's still ridiculous. It's, yeah, uh, good, <laughs> good luck trying to like look around it. And they're like, oh, where do I put this? And then like trying to jam it in to- on the top mm-hmm. where like the, the grill is. Cause it kind of looks like a place for it where a CD goes, but oh my, too much, man. Does. You know what the thing though? Cause I, I've been maybe in my head thinking like, Oh, it'd be nice to have a second series X. I could, I could have it right here at my computer and I could stream from this and then I could have it plugged in. The other one plugged in on my TV. And I did look into these hardware deals and I was like, this doesn't feel like a deal. And then I remembered why it's because the price has gone up since yep. the console release and then they like put it on sale. So it's the same price that I paid at launch. So yep. I'm not falling for that Xbox. I'm sorry. I'm sure that it's better in the US. I think I'm seeing like three. Was I seeing three, three fifty? Three fifty? Yeah, Loch Ness three, three fifty, three fifty for the 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 Series X. Yeah. I ain't got no three. Well, that's a great deal for the for U.S. customers, but in Canada yeah. and especially yeah, for like for me, I'm um, gonna pass on that one. I'm gonna yeah. be a little I, bit responsible. I I anticipate we get the bigger sales once we get like the new Xbox announced next year, like the 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 router one that we were yeah, talking about. The leak, yeah, yeah. Like I imagine that's when we see like the bigger deals on Series X. 
but perhaps we'll see. Yeah, yeah. perhaps. Um, well, Sean, as right. for me, I played some video games. So true to my word from last week's show, I was I was, you know, lamenting the fact that I had not played Resident Evil 4 separate ways yet, starring Ada Wong. Uh, I have now played it. Um, and it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun little piece of DLC. Of course, it's not brand new because the, uh, the PlayStation 2 version of Resident Evil 4 also had the Saper Wades DLC. And that was kind of their way to be like, get people to double dip on Resident Evil 4 when it came to the PlayStation 2 from the GameCube. Um, and, you know, th- while they did kind of change things around with this one, for the most part, it's, you know, it's following a similar story. Um, but what I liked about Separate Ways um, was Ada kind of feels like a stealthy character, which, of course, every, most other people would probably hate. But I love that because I love stealthy characters because she definitely can't take as many hits as Leon. Um, but she's got a lot of tools, like she has a grappling hook that you can kind of get around the, the levels a little bit easier. Um, She's also pretty good at taking out the enemies, you know, in stealth. And there's kind of like a big emphasis on that with the level design. Um, so I liked that different approach to to Resident Evil 4. So um, definitely enjoyed going back for that DLC. In fact, I enjoyed it so much, Sean. I then went back and replayed Resident Evil 8 and the Resident Evil 8 DLC Shadows of Rose as well. Um, played them pretty quickly. I mean, I'm at the point, Sean, with Resident Evil 8 where I can beat that game in four hours at this point or less. What so, a pro. Well. I've just played through it a bunch of times. And then Shadows of Rose, I hasn't, hadn't replayed it since that DLC came out. Uh, that also is very good DLC, and I love how it kind of like sets things up for whatever the next game is going to be, because it sounds like I would imagine Rose or Chris is the, the character, the main character we play in Resident Evil 9 whenever that comes out. Um, but yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, Sean, finally, 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 after months and months and months of sitting on my Xbox never being played, I finally booted up Star Wars Jedi Survivor this weekend. Oh, 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 this is interesting because I think this is the next game that I'm going to play because I also picked this up at the library. It's at Callista Protocol is just going to have to wait, I think, Ryan. I think Jedi Survivor might be next. And I got to tell you, like this whole Xenobabe thing that's going on with the Nintendo Drive and the carpool community, like playing games with people, it is fun as all get out. And especially for older games, like anybody (laughs) can just play whatever the latest thing is. But the thing about that is, Ryan, you will be a flaky son of a gun and just go on to whatever is next. But if you're going, you know, you're going back in the the archives a little bit and making a choice about a game, then you're in. You're, You're a little bit more committed, if you will. So how far are you? How far behind am I from you? So I I only started playing on Sunday. You're done. So I'm not like super, super far because I've also been playing another game I'm about to show you in a second that I've left off the dock because it's kind mm. of a surprise for you. But um, so I, I, I've, you know, I'm like four or five hours in. Okay, okay. Um, I can, I'm I can on the first planet still because mm-hmm. like they start you on like a planet that, that's kind of like the tutorial planet I, that you go through pretty quickly. Um, so I'm on like the first planet you go to after that. Okay. Um, and uh, but I'm really enjoying it so far. The combat is actually, I feel, a lot smoother than in the first game, which was also already, like, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, um, I just didn't like sliding. I don't want to no, slide. exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I do think, like, I've had a couple, like, annoying traversal moments, but it's definitely a lot less than the first game, Sure, I think. Because I've only slid once the enti- in my entire playthrough so far, which is question, good. Question, Sean from the sure. fr- Sean from the press pool. Um, for anybody who played the first Jedi game, the ending was excellent. People know yes. about the ending. Very cool. Where does this one pick up? Is it like immediately afterwards? Is it 14 years in the future? Like what's going on? I can't remember what this it is, is supposed to be about. As of where I am right now, 
It has not explained how many years into the future it is, but it is far enough into the future that Cal Kestis now has a beard. And okay, so a couple weeks. Yeah, (laughs) no, it definitely it feels like it's like I would say like four or five years into the future. Okay, they haven't. It hasn't. It's been very cloudy about that Mm. so far. Okay, but but, uh, I'm enjoying the story so far. In fact, it's only you've only really had new characters so far. So I've liked kind of the new characters that you kind of pair up with. Yep. Um, I also like the the fact that at the start of the game, you actually have all the different saber stances unlocked. So they didn't take that away from you. So you have the single lightsaber, the double bladed lightsaber, or two lightsabers available from the start of the game, which I think is actually a a solid choice. So you can Mm -hmm. kind of like jump between all three of them but you have to kind of relearn all your force powers again which is kind of annoying mm. but uh so far so far good with this game like i'm also glad i waited because you know i know people talked about performance issues with this game when it first yeah. came out that's all been patched so if you frames. play it on performance plays it on 60 frames although it's kind of jarring a little bit sean with the cutscenes because mm-hmm. the cutscenes run at 24 frames a second mm. but the rest of the game runs at Filmic. 60 mm-hmm. right so while while they are very cinematic, it's like when it transitions from the cutscene to the gameplay, it's tries it's seamless, but it like it stutters a bit and it looks kind of oh, awkward. Interesting. Okay. But it's switching because because it's you know speeding up the frame rate or slowing down the frame rate. So it's yep. you know it can it can like it almost like stop motion for for like a couple seconds there and transition. Oh well, I'll watch out uh, for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like it's probably a, I would imagine it's probably a much smoother transition if you played on thirty. How long is this game? How long to how long to beat? This is a I feel like this is a bigger game. Um, Jedi Survivor. I would say like if I had to guess, probably twenty or thirty hours. Uh, That's a good Ryan. Main story twenty hours. Main plus sides thirty three hours. All styles thirty two. It says completionist is fifty four. So you nailed it. Yeah, Yeah. nice one. Uh, Yeah, I mean that that's kind of how long the first one was, and I was expecting something similar with this one. Nice. uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to play more. Like what's next for me? Nice. And then we can talk about it together. I'm excited to talk about it Done. at some point. I know Court also really liked this game. He's, I think, the only one at Carpool who has really played this game. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to talk about it. But anyways, Sean, the last thing I wanted to surprise you with, I play, I've been playing a little game on my lunch breaks and then sometimes in bed um, because it's not an Xbox game, but I'll mention it really quickly. Uh, I've been playing um, this game. No way! <laughs> Are you really... <laughs> Yeah, uh, and for the audio listeners yes. at home who can't see the video of Sean freaking out, I am playing Xenoblade Chronicles Three on my Switch oh, that's, on my lunch dude. breaks. But it's been specifically relegated to lunch breaks or uh, at work or like before I go to bed at night. Oh that's kind my of where gosh, the dude! That. Oh my god! I'm gonna. I mean, I need to make it fair to the rest of y'all because otherwise, I'll catch up too quickly if I were to play it outside of those. Where are you? (laughs) This is amazing. I'm only like three hours in. Yeah, I'm not that. Oh man, that is so awesome. Well, we're happy to have you, man. Being a Xenobabe is a state of mind. Welcome to the Xenobabes Club. That is the best, man. I love that. Like you got me eventually, Sean. It's because it's something you talked about just like a little bit ago, where it's like mm-hmm. playing other games, even if they're older, while other people are playing them and talking about them, is really fun. And I was like, well, I don't want to miss out on this. Wow. So, yeah. And people said oh, it would man, never I happen. I said it was never going to happen, and mm-hmm. uh, turns out it's happened. What happened? How did this happen? I was just bored on my lunch break one day, and I had my Switch with me, and I was like, you know what? I could play replay Metroid Prime Remastered for the third time this year, or 
I could pick up Xenoblade Chronicles and just play that. Oh, what and a decided journey to, we're all to, on. Decided to go with it. I love it. I love it. That is so good. Nice, Plus, dude. you know, I have to get rid of it before I sell my copy of Xenoblade Chronicles. What? Station. No. So to, why, it's on the list of things to sell in this house. Oh, Ryan. Oh, that's too bad. That's it's the way it is. So uh, I got to finish it before then. That's the, the only caveat. But Hey, everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, taking a quick pause on this episode of the Xbox Drive to tell you how to pop that sweet, sweet achievement over at Patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming, where some amazing friends and supporters keep this thing running. They pump our tires. They jump in and get access to a ton of exclusive content and perks. It's the best way to support everything we do here at Carpool Gaming. And for just a dollar a month, you get early ad-free access to the entire network of Carpool Gaming podcasts. That means none of this nonsense. But at the exclusive tier plus, you'll also get access to exclusive podcasts every single week. We've got the Nintendo Drive post show, which is a whole other show that we record after the Nintendo Drive, which isn't really a Nintendo podcast anyways, but people seem to like it. We've got that there, Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, our weekly Ask Me Anything AMA show with a new carpool host every single week. But hang on, there's more. I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. The best part is you can try out the exclusive tier and listen to all of it for yourself for free for a week. A seven day free trial to the exclusive tier, the most popular tier, by the way, over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. So check it out for yourself. Choose the tier that's right for you. You won't be disappointed. Now, back to the show. Enough about me, Sean. We got to grab our cruise control topic of the week. First one, anyways. This was submitted by Yarden mm. last week, um, but we just didn't have time for, for it on last week's show. So I wanted, we wanted to kind of delay it to this week. So, of course, to remind everyone at home, Yarden asks, if you don't mind, I'm going to steal from the Nintendo drive and ask this. You two are in charge of making a haughty gift bad skit for Big Daddy Phil Spencer. What are you putting in it? Suggesting this does not have to be only games. Maybe pick a game, a comic book and a soundtrack to include. So that's actually what we did is Sean and I have picked a game, a comic book and a soundtrack that we are going to gift to Phil Spencer. Uh, we didn't really put like a cost reduction on it because, you know, the idea of having it, you know, just be limited to those three things. It's fine. Is it enough of a reduction? As Agreed. Is, Sean? Yeah. So um, would you like to unveil yours first or do you, would you like me to go first? Uh, why, don't, why don't we do one item each and go back and forth that way? Like sure. you can start with the soundtrack or the game or whatever you want. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start with. Do you the have a game. theme? Do you have a theme of your 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 gift basket to fill? So, my theme is ex like my uh, Phil and I Phil mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. Rose forever. That's my theme. Yeah. Because okay. I you know I want <laughs> Phil I I want I specifically designed it so that I'm giving a, a, a gift to Phil that I know Phil's gonna like mm-hmm. a gift that I want filled the play so that i know that so he knows me and then of course just something new that uh maybe phil's never experienced before that's yep. kind of okay. the, that, that's kind of the theme behind mine okay if there is okay one. where do you want to start I'm, I'm gonna start with the game because okay. the game kind of represents me a little bit in this mm-hmm. equation uh, it's also one of those things too where i'm like you know what phil i need to remind you that this game actually exists mm-hmm. so that maybe we can get something more like this in the future uh because you know it's not a new game sean i'm not getting phil spencer a new game because i i've seen you know i in fact I actually went and looked at phil's game list before when coming up with this idea because of course phil spencer is on my xbox friend list sean yeah um and i uh decided to actually gift him a copy of ninja guide in black nice 
on the original Xbox. Now, the best thing, best part about this, Sean, of course, it is Series X and One X like upgradable with like it plays in 4k 60 frames per second with all kinds of improved visuals both to the the cinematics and the textures this game looks amazing it looks like a brand new game when you play it on on series x or one x um but it's also important for me to give this to phil to be like hey phil um this game was this series was exclusive to xbox before and it was awesome and we need more of this yeah we need more of this more like Japanese style awesome franchises that are exclusive to Xbox or at least like Xbox first kind of thing. So that is is my sneaky way of like sneaking that into the basket. So that's that's to represent me in this equation is my game Ninja Gaiden Black. It's also one of my favorite games of all time. It's like my top five favorite game of all time. Solid pick, Ryan. I approve. And you have stumbled upon my theme, which maybe I'll be a little bit more aggressive with, which is, hey, Phil, these are gifts that need you need to you need to pay attention. You need to wake up. I know you're doing cloud stuff and showing up on podcasts and talking to George, Jez Corden and doing all these things, but we need you to focus on these three things. These three items I'm going to give to you, which I give with my heart, but I want you to think about it real hard. You know what I'm saying, Ryan Turford? Absolutely. Does that make sense? Does that make that sense what sense. I'm after here? I'm, I mean, to be fair, you could you could kind of see that with my theme a little bit too. Totally. Although you'll laugh, you'll laugh when I get to the comic book shop. Mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. All right. Uh Ryan, I'm also going with an older game uh, from Epic Mega Games, designed by Cliffy B. Not what you're thinking of. Oh. We're going Unreal. We're going with the original Unreal with Bur- which birth Unreal Championship. The reason I'm going with this is because uh, I, I was thinking about something like The Last of Us. I was thinking of something like God of War um, to have them like kick them into gear, making us like a cinematic story driven blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I don't want to go in that direction. You know what direction I want to go in? I want Xbox to create like an engine that is like the Unreal Engine that is so next level and it just goes everywhere and let it develop it. Let, let them do something like that. And then throw the next generation of first person shooter on this thing. Like just show us what the Series X is possible. Let's see 4K 120 just ridiculousness driven from Xbox. And you know what? Put Cliffy B in charge of it, Ryan. So sure, he can play that original Unreal game. A whole bunch of engine stuff coming out of this. You got Unreal Tournament coming out of this thing. Unreal is such a good game. So, hey, Phil, Merry Christmas, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's really aggressive. But also, that's an Unreal selection, mm-hmm. Sean. I approve. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. I approve of that. Yeah, a that's great a great box like- art. The really good pick. Also, you know, you you brought up an interesting point because like it used to be like that with the id tech engine. That's what I'm saying. Th- that mm-hmm. used to be like kind of like the the competitor. To That's Unreal exactly what I'm saying. Things. The Quake engine was on everything, dude. So like, let's bring it yeah. back. There's something to that. And I'm not talking about no like frostbite situation here where it doesn't yeah. have like a save mechanic that you can't make an RPG game <laughs> on this thing because it's built for dice game. Like none of that garbage, like an actual good engine that can be usable. That's what I'm saying, Ryan. Actual factual, Sean. Mm-hmm. An actual factual. I got a little sweaty but... talking about this. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> Sean, next up, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the soundtrack next. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 trust me, I want to save this comic for last. It's gonna be great. Okay, same. But, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm the same. This one also is my gift to Phil because it's a gift that I feel like, you know, 
it, it hits close to Phil's heart because it's actually mm. a franchise that I know that Phil actually really likes, and he probably doesn't have this soundtrack. Yeah, at home. Um, I'm talking about the Hexen soundtrack. Oh wow, Hexen Beyond Heretic. Of course, that this was a first-person shooter in the '90s, uh, made by ID, but published by Activision. Mm. It was actually like a medieval first-person shooter. Um, and the soundtrack's really cool, just like every id game soundtrack was nice. back then. Yep. Um, you know, it's it, it's got, you know, total 90s cheesy rock um, in all the best ways. Nice. But it's, it's, a, it's a great soundtrack. Um, you get it on vinyl, and uh, it's pretty sweet. So that's that. the vinyl version of the Hexen soundtrack is the soundtrack I'm giving to Phil, because I feel like that like that goes straight to his heart, because I know Phil's actually a fan of the Hexen, because he wore the, the Hexen shirt on mm. stage, and when he talked about it afterwards, it was like, yeah, we're not we're not working on anything Hexen related. I just really like Hexen. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just shouting out Phil's T-shirt. I like it. Good answer, Ryan. Good answer. Good answer. All right. Well, if you're getting Phil um, a vinyl, Ryan, the soundtrack that I am going to be handing over to Phil is going to be on none other than a Zune audio device. Oh I'm giving yes. I'm giving Phil a Zune and I was actually thinking about the Xenoblade soundtrack. I was thinking okay. about like giving that to him. But you've already brought up Xenoblade and I can maybe just dump that into people's brains and move on to something else and get keep on my aggressive gift giving cuz I was thinking Xenoblade like to your point bring us some like Japanese wonderful anime like more of that stuff please like go partner with like uh, Bandai Namco or something give us Tales of Arise exclusive that the sequel should be exclusive things like that and total nonsense but I won't say that Ryan I'll get aggressive again okay so on this Zoom is going to be the soundtracks for Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps to remind Phil what are you doing what are you letting these, these Moon Studios leave? You got Remedy Studios leave. You got all these people. You got all these, these great teams, these great games, and they slip through your fingers, Phil. Come on, man. You can't be doing that. So I've, <laughs> I've got a Zoom reminding him of this, and I can't even remember the first thing I gave him. So I'm just Preach. keeping on the aggressiveness. The aggressiveness. Preach, Sean. Yes. Preach. What are you doing? I can't be- yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We heard about a bunch of stuff with Moon Studios don't after. Care. So it's just like, I can understand why they might want to let them go, but like, letting Remedy go, like, what were you thinking with that? Seriously. Yeah. Not a good point. move. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that was still, the, and, and I can't fault Phil for that. That's still the Don Matrick era when they left it with, when they let Remedy Get go him back. Come on, Phil. They're yeah. working with like Private Division or whoever. Like, you can compete with Private no, Division. No, I mean, they, they work with or Epic 505. Now. Who is it? Epic. Oh, you can compete with them too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure they have more. <laughs> well, they actually do have more money than Epic. You know, what am I saying? But, mm. That's a good one, Sean. But yep. comic book, Sean. Mm. This is inter- an interesting because, as you know, I don't really read comic books. Mm. So it's, not, it's tough for me to come up with a, a comic suggestion. But I don't know if you've heard of this uh, invention called manga, Sean, or, or manga. Yeah, some people manga. To it yep. Of course, Japanese comic books, uh, mm. as you will. So I have a selection from from my from my personal manga archives i'm such an idiot Phil. dude i just realized manga is make american ninja gaiden again i mean <laughs> i didn't realize that either until just now but that's what it is I mean, um, what is this showing <laughs> we need a red hat make america ninja just, gaiden just, again <laughs> i kind of just want seth to just you hate me so much just and go I don't sit blame in that you. spot instead um anyways so getting back to my story so um i of course Decided to pull out a, 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 a manga that I don't think he's read. Um, it's 
the quintessential quintuplex, Sean. Okay. Now, this is actually a romance manga. It's about a high school kid named Futaro, and he's a tutor. Um, and he's like going to school. He's got, he's at the top of his class. Um, but his family's really poor and his family really needs money. So he needs to go and, you know, make money somehow. So he gets this tutoring job to teach five quintuplets. And they're like the, the dumbest quintuplets out there (laughs) where they're getting zeros on tests because they don't know how to do anything right. Because Mm -hmm. that's just this thing. So it's this, you know, this, this romantic comedy about this, this guy and he's tutoring these five quintuplets. Um, uh, and the, the struggles that come along with trying to tutor them. But the, the, the kick is Sean is that at the beginning, they, rev- he, they reveal like in the future, he actually ends up marrying one of the five of them. Of course. So, and, and since they're quintuplets, they all look very similar. So they show the person you see him marrying, but it's like, you can't tell who that is because yep. they all look the same. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of like, uh, also there's like like mystery you're trying to build throughout the, the different volumes to see who he's going to marry at the end. But mm. I wanted to also give him as, as a recommendation as well to maybe open, open uh, up the ideas a little bit to be like, you know what? Maybe we don't need every game to be a, a first person shooter, or a third person shooter to be successful. Maybe we're going to have like a lot of like lifestyle games. Maybe look at what Nintendo is doing with something like animal crossing or look at what EA is doing with something like the Sims and maybe do, you know, something in that direction, like do like a lifestyle game that, that appeals to, a lot of different people. I think that that's an interesting idea. So I wanted to plant that seed a little bit with the quintessential quintuplets, of course, Sean. That's a great answer. volumes as well. Easy to get into uh, and uh, a great way to get into manga. So there you go. Good answer, Ryan. And what a what a pick, quintessential. And, and I bet, you know what? I bet Phil would love that. I bet he would that'd be a real page turner for Phil. And then maybe at that point, you know, if he doesn't want to pick up the novels, he can go watch, binge watch the whole show on the Xbox store or on Crunchyroll. It's all there. Man, we're about to we're about to have some crunchy roll conversations, Ryan. Uh, are you I'm good excited. if I? Uh, that's a good answer. Are you good if I if I go ahead with my yeah, comic? Absolutely. I did just run over and grab this off the shelf, Ryan. Uh, this is a Canadian inspired, Canadian made comic uh, by none other than Todd McFarlane and Oof. Ryan. Sony and PlayStation they got they got Spider Man, they got Wolverine. Everybody gets Batman and whatever the hell Rock said he's doing next. Uh, but yep. Xbox will be the home. Of Spawn. Spawn. He's going to read Spawn. Even just the first, uh, he's going to just read the first issue here, Ryan. And he's going to call up John Leguizamo to be that weird clown dude and just be the voice in this thing. I like the fact that you refer to John Leguizamo's character as the weird clown dude when in fact his name is Clown. Clown. <laughs> like literally just Clown. That's just his name. Um, also, I'm very surprised you didn't pair this with the Xbox version of Soul Calibur as your game. Definitely. To sell them even more on it because that would be, because, you know, it's, it's Spawn. And then your soundtrack actually could have been the movie soundtrack to the hit movie Spawn. Or just pick a random Spawn video game soundtrack, like the Dreamcast one or something. I just want, like, really between Unreal and Spawn, I kind of want, like, a little more, like, like just let's go hardcore again. You know, we got right. Grounded, and that's cool, and Starfield, and that's great and everything. Like, where's the dark stuff? Where's the stuff that, like, makes you go, like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm playing this. Like, push push the boundaries a little bit here, you know? Like, make me feel something. Hellblade's going to do that. But yeah, more. Please, Spawn, it can do it. I think this would be great. A Spawn game, a Spawn series exclusive to Xbox would be incredible. So, but also read the comic. It'd also be pretty cool. Yeah, because we haven't like a Spawn video game should be cool. It should be a great idea. And I'm surprised like that idea kind of died off with the Dreamcast because that was, I think, the Mm -hmm. last 
Spawn game we got was on the Dreamcast. Yeah. So um, it'd be interesting to see new Spawn games and what that would even look like. Because that'd be pretty. You cool. know what? And team that be with Todd McFarlane. That's the that's yeah. the dream team right there, for sure. Because we know also that there's a a Spawn movie coming out soon. Yeah. Like I think in the next year or two at mm-hmm. this point. So time it with the the movie if you really want to. Let's do it. That's what Sean. I want. That's my aggressive is, gift giving, Ryan. I, I appreciate you. Thank you. I, I think your gift pass is pretty good. Even if you weren't aggressive about it, I still think those are like <laughs> those three are good, good gifts. Yeah, I think they're yeah. good. Especially uh, the Zoom. I mean, everyone loves a good Zoom. Sean. Yeah. Let me re-roll. But let's slide once again into cruise control, but in a different gear this time. Because Kevin Ainsworth brings up a topic that, uh, you know, I actually expected we were going to talk about even if Kevin didn't bring it up. So Kevin asks, what is going to be the biggest announcement at the Game Awards, and why is it the Hellblade 2 release date? So, a couple notes before we go into this. Number one, um, last year, Xbox was a complete no-show. So I was originally thinking we might not get them at all at the Game Awards this mm. year. But Xbox came out and said, hey, look, watch out for the Game Awards this year, because expect multiple announcements at the Game Awards from us. Yep, so, multiple. Okay. Um, I'm expecting some stuff from there. Maybe the Hellblade release date. Maybe some other stuff. Also, we've got Sarah Bond out there um, teasing Xbox 360 stuff for some reason. Yeah, what is that? Um, She's got the logo like thrown up there. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also got the also in conjunction with this. We also got an announcement that a Halo Infinite has a big new trailer coming up on Monday. Mm-hmm. So the same week. So it's just like things are happening right now, Sean. So I, I think that the Game Awards might have some good announcements for Xbox. And we've gotten, you know, in years past at the Game Awards, like um, Game Pass um, announcements yep. at, at the Game Awards during like the pre-show. Yep. And then they announced something bigger during the, the main show itself. So Ooh. they might do go back to something like that again. So okay. um, I'm curious to know, Sean, what do you think about this? What do you think? Xbox is going to announce at the Game Awards. You got anything. me. You got my blood pumping here a little bit, Ryan. You got me waking up here because, like, I kind of I was chatting with Donnie last night, going like, I don't know what's going on with Xbox, and I don't know like what my care level is, and all of a sudden you start teasing me with some of this stuff, and it's like, yeah, let's go. Like, time to get into gear, Phil. Yep. Get that zoom and just pump up the volume, and let's go, man. This Halo thing. I want to talk about this Halo thing, whether it's at Game Awards like again, or if the only thing is that we get this trailer, which has been done in the style of the GTA Six thing, and everybody's going crazy yep. with this with this graphic and really revealing their own things. I need this from Halo, okay? What I get from Halo right now, you can tell me if I'm wrong, is an update happens and um, and Clobriel or whatever, the, the, the Conquered icon on Twitter tweets out a bunch of stuff and says, this mode is coming and bullet point this. And it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what any of these modes are that you guys are all excited about. I need to see it. I need to be like... I need to be convinced and persuaded and presented in a in that kind of way that like Halo's worth playing again. It's the mm-hmm. bullet points aren't doing it for me. The 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 patch notes never do it for me. Show me why I should care about Halo. So give that to me on the trailer and let Halo show up in a big way at um at the Game Wars because I'll tell you what like we've spent and the Royal we have spent most of the year writing Halo Infinite off completely so it's in a great place to be able to surprise and delight us Ryan I, maybe I'll start with Halo if if that's yeah. okay yeah for sure in fact I I also anticipate like this trailer is probably not like super, anything super huge we already have heard from the team that DLC plans have been kind of shelved at this point yeah as far as you know single player stuff so. 
I'm not anticipating that this is a single player thing as much as I would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm also expecting that this is like a new season battle royale with like an actual trailer. But maybe it's the battle royale thing too, because we know like certain affinities working on that thing. Uh, could be battle royale. Be I'm gonna, battle I'm gonna, or something else. I'm gonna create hype that is totally unfounded. It's battle royale. I'm pumped about that. That'd be cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that'd be an interesting thing where it's like they maybe they tease something on Monday and then like the game awards is where like they have like a big kind of reveal for whatever it is. I think yep. that'd be cool. That'd be all right. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah, because what better way to get that, you know, that information in front of you if you've got a very visual trailer than the game awards where just so many people are watching. Totes. Like, I think that's a good a good idea. Yep. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what this Halo trailer is. But mm-hmm. as far as the game awards, um, Kevin, I Actually, I'm doubtful we're actually going to get Hellblade's release date. If it gets a trailer at all, it'll probably be like the closest we get will be like Q3 or Q4 2024. Because I'm expecting Mm. like if that game comes out next year, it'll be at the tail end of next year. So I don't think they're going to throw a date on it per se. But I do think it's actually more likely that we get uh, a release date for Avowed because I feel like that game's probably much further along. Um, you know, people like these medieval role-playing games like that Baldur's Gate, that Starfield. So, you know, I think I well, I know it's not a medieval role-playing game, but it's Elder Scrolls style. You know what I mean? You know what I'm going with. You read my so face. So I think like I think like that's like maybe like the most likely thing. Cause I think that that looks that game already from what we saw over the summer looks like that's probably going to be their earliest release of the year is avowed. So um I imagine we get like the release date for like mid-March. Mm. Here. But what do you think about that? Well, I think you're onto something, and I can't see is picking up on this as well, saying probably setting up Q1. That's kind of like, yeah. I don't know if this is necessarily like a prediction, but more of like what I need to be excited about this. Like, I, I kind of need them to have something within the next, I don't know, like six to eight weeks. Like a yep. first party, like kind of like drop it on us. Cause, and then, and then maybe that can leave us some room for like a February Xbox direct or whatever you want to call it. And that, that can like set up the rest of the year, but just give us a little, a little taste. Cause I, I don't, do we know anything of like, what's, I don't know if we have any dates for Xbox no dates. games. No dates. So give us a just, date. We, we, we only know the games that are labeled specifically with 2024, but that's it. So we got avowed, we got Hellblade. What yeah. else? Uh, that's it so far. Yeah. Fable, yeah. Fable doesn't have a, an actual date yet. You know, Perfect Dark doesn't. Perfect Dark's never are, coming out. I mean, those are like years away at mm-hmm. this point. But. Um, I think, hmm, I was about to say something about um, console, but I think that Xbox and Nintendo, I said it on Sweet Hangs last night as well, um, Nintendo's going to sell as many Switches as they possibly can, and then yep. very, very early next year, they'll say, hey, the next Switch is coming in some sort of way. I described it very cool um, on Sweet Hangs, so people should check that out. So yeah. I was about to say Xbox is going to tease some sort of like um, console at the Game Wars, but that makes zero sense for for that to happen. They're going to sell $350 Xbox Series Xs for the rest of uh, December, and that'll be that. Yeah, I imagine like that next console will get announced like probably at this either at the summer showcase or just before it in like mm-hmm. an Xbox post. Like they're probably because because it, it's not like a revision where they're going to be changing the actual specs of it. It just sounds like it's going to be like a, almost like the PlayStation slim, which didn't need to be announced at a press conference or anything like that. So I would imagine something similar what happens with Xbox where even though we got the series X announcement at game awards, I don't think that's happening this time either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I think they want need to set up like 
the first, even just the first half of the year, if they if they don't have something in Q1 for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but about for sure, because I'm pretty sure that that's going to be like their early re- earliest release next year. Yeah, I can't see Stalker 2. Like, Stalker 2 is, is coming, and there's a few of us who I think are excited about it. I, I feel like Xbox needs yep. to swing harder than that, even not to take anything away from Stalker 2. Like, I hope everybody knows what I mean by that. Yep. Like, that's not that's not it. You know? I actually think it's more likely that we actually get an announcement of a big game at this show that's coming to Game Pass Day and Date. Yeah. And that's kind of like their big swing in a lot of ways. We Beyond, can see Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's just true. I, yeah, I guess it just depends on when Indiana Jones is coming out because we haven't heard anything about that game at all. Yeah. Like they, they've basically been radio, been radio silent since they announced it like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I am I, like Halo. Halo would be great. Um, and this is something just for me personally. I'm not saying that this would like save Xbox or like turn the tides or anything. But like, give me some cool new modes for Forza Motorsport or Forza Horizon. Like, like bring me back to to those games. I think that would be kind of interesting. Mentioned this on mm-hmm. Sweet Hangs as well. Uh, some sort of remaster or collection for Gears. I think that would be good. Like, I'm starting to think about things that are easy for them to do, not necessarily like oh, and all of a sudden this game that is so far off is ready. Like that. That's a right. tall order. But they could whip up a little something, something. Yarden says yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 on Game Pass. That would be huge. Uh, and I think I, that's realistic. I doubt that one. Sorry, because, I mean I mean on Xbox would be realistic. Oh, Maybe yeah. into Game oh, Pass, no. probably unrealistic. But yeah, like I was just going to say, yeah. Game Pass for sure. It will not be in Game Pass because Larian knows they will make too much money mm-hmm. to put it on Game Pass. Or or the check that Xbox would have to write to, to for that would be so extraordinary that, I mean, they could, but it would be too much money. The time to make that bet has passed, man. Yeah. What about Cyberpunk, though? Maybe Cyberpunk finally comes to Game Pass. My dream. I mean, it could. That may be one of the things. Maybe Cyberpunk does come oh, to Game Pass. That'd be amazing. Like, that might be a thing at this point. But also, I think that's in the same camp where it's actually making too much money right now to actually, you know, justify it coming to Game Pass. But but for sure, like Baldur's Gate, I think is we all, we I think we all know it's going to come out that day. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to shadow drop that night. So Cyberpunk um, would be huge. That'd be a big that'd be a big moment. That'd be a big yeah. moment. Yeah. As far as, you know, going back to Sarah Bond's tease, Sean, I know that they already said we won't get Activision stuff this year. I know. But I really think that maybe they might have something Mm -hmm. Xbox 360 related, Activision related. That'll just be in Game Pass. Maybe Call of Duty, um, like Xbox 360 games on Game Pass. Maybe uh, some other games that are pulled from the archives that are not backwards compatible currently. Like, I think that might be like a good like pre-show announcement like mm-hmm. something like that oh no that, that'd be a good drop i think at the show i think that'd be all right which no, by the way I mean, like they, they probably have that during the pre-show with their big announcement during the main show kind of thing um it's worth noting as well if people are listening to this and they enjoy like us talking about the game awards we're not streaming it on twitch or youtube but we are watching sort of like doing a, a watch along in the discord so you can come and go as you please we can chat you can like None of us are going to be like on, you know, so you can yep. you can control the volume much better than you would be able to if you're watching somebody stream it. Like you can turn us down all the way if all you want to do is like listen to the to the stream itself. So we'll be hanging out um, next. Is that already next week? Next Thursday? That's already next Thursday? week. It's on the 7th. So we're literally um, like six days away. There you go. Point. The countdown to the Keeleys. We're here. Speaking of Canadians. It's on. It's on at this point. But uh, yeah, I'm excited, Sean. I'm excited to watch the Game Awards with everyone. Thank you for. Uh, bring that up because I totally forgot to, to bring it up uh, when we started this topic. But um, anything about uh, any other uh, predictions for what we might see, Sean, before we move on to the carpool? We could get a controller. Yeah. Well, that's true because we know that redesign one is happening at some point, right? Yeah. So 
yeah, we might see that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I want to keep my expectations low, honestly. Because yeah. la- to your point, last year they had nothing. So, but it's like, man, they, they revealed the Series X there. I can never forget that. I'll remember for as long as I live. Like, they're watching that trailer going like, oh, snap, this is a console. Like, because we're trying to figure out, like, every time a new trailer goes on, this is something that Matt Swinsky and I always do. We're like, what is this? Like, you're trying to figure yeah. out, like, trying, trying to look for hints. And that one, it's like, oh, it was it looked like Halo. And then it was Forza. And then it was something. It's like, oh, snap, this is the next Xbox. Like, what a hype moment. So that was great for that for that point in time. But it sets the bar so high for the Game Awards and for Xbox to, like, kind of match that. And yeah. last year was a disappointment uh, if you compare it to that bar. So, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what Uncle Phil's got in store for us. Yeah, I just think that last year they just weren't ready to talk about the stuff for this year yet, um, which makes perfect sense why they weren't there. Whereas I do think because they're going to have stuff in quarter one and quarter two, like I think that's why we're going to see them at the Game Awards this year. Like, I, again, I'm fairly certain we're going to see a vow there. I would be very surprised if it was anything else mm. besides that. Hellblade 2 maybe, but. I, I still think that's probably end of the year next year. Yeah. But um, anyway, Sean, let's let some of our friends into the car with us. It is time for the carpool. So we're going to start with Quaggy, who says <laughs> there was an article out this week about Xbox choosing not to report console numbers because it's not their priority. We're basically increasing their product sales is. Do you think Xbox will leave the console market and push support to other existing consoles, cloud, etc. in the next 10 years? Now, this couples with this uh, Windows Central article, Sean, that you sent me earlier with Phil talking to Jez Corden about some stuff and, and him, you know, Vietnamese saying they're not bringing Xbox Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo because that was something that people talked about a lot when this article came out. Um, so I don't necessarily think that that's the plan. But I'm curious to know what you think about this question. Well, hmm, I think if you couple that all that information as well with I think it was in that article, he's talking about working with partners to create like a mobile store. Um, yeah. That is interesting to me. But the short answer to this question is the Xbox console isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The 10 right. years is an interesting one. It is very difficult to kind of forecast and predict into the future that far ahead. But I, I don't think that saying something isn't a priority and meaning that you're going to get out of that kind of industry altogether. I don't think that's the same right. thing at all. I unfortunately think that it's all a bunch of BS anyways. The fact that they don't report consoles is because they're not selling as many. It's as simple as that because yeah. if he, he alludes to, you know, what they are focused on is blah, this and this and this, which is Game Pass, which they also aren't reporting numbers on. So yeah. they're just they report numbers when they're good and they don't report numbers when they're not good. It That's it. It has nothing to do with anything else. It has nothing to do with priorities. It's a media trained way to dodge the question is what I think of that, Ryan Turford. Yeah, the, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they because they know they you know, they almost don't have to report numbers in a lot of ways. Like, well, what does yeah, it do for them? Like, like it, it, it does exactly. zero. Yeah. 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 Like they don't, they, they're, they could just be like, yeah, things are going well to the investors. And you know, that is, it is what it is. Like they, they are not really like the, it, we're not seeing the Microsoft stock price tank because they're not, you know, giving up sales or anything like that. I yeah. don't think that's their game at all. And, and I know you and Donnie talked about this on sweet hangs and it was a perfect um, way of segueing it. Like Xbox makes the consoles, as a gateway to Game Pass, so that um, so that you know they ha- they they have a product on the shelf that then is they can advertise Game Pass as much as they want to, 
on it to then get people into Game Pass. Like that's mm-hmm. the main reason they make the console at this point still, yeah. I would imagine, or why they will continue to make it into the future. So um, to your point, John, I don't think the consoles go anywhere at this point. I would be very surprised. 10 years, obviously a lot can change for in any thing in tech at this point. Um, but I mean, I, it's a pretty safe bet to say that they will continue to make consoles even in 10 years. Although, I mean, the console landscape in the next 10 years is totally going to shift anyways, um, where there's a chance that no one's making consoles because your console might be just being your TV in yeah. 10 years the, with the way things are going. Yeah, I, I, like what the console is even I think is going to change, right? Yeah. Like does it have all the hardware inside of it? Is it a, still a console that connects to the cloud? And as you're alluding to, like I think that 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 is what matters. And I think they need to be able to – we've talked about this with game pass, like you need to be able to accidentally have people sign up and like just yeah. fall back into having an Xbox in your house. Like that's, that's kind of where they stand right now. If they're not going to have the game that everybody needs to have, which is kind of unreal. Speaking of unreal. Um, like I think we just saw Fortnite had a hundred million players last yep. month, which is bonkers. And not that I want Xbox to have a game like Fortnite, but something that just like takes, that's what I'm getting at with, with Unreal. Something that takes our breath away that you can't yep. believe this is a thing. And I know that that's a tall order. I know that that's something like maybe I'm being a, a an entitled gamer, but Sony and Nintendo both make games that do that. They make you go, holy yep. crap, I need to have a Nintendo for this. And if you look at the Switch this year, they had many of those, actually, yep. in a single year. And Sony does the same thing. And Starfield was an, was an opportunity for that. Halo was an opportunity for that. I think Forza Horizon 5 is probably the best example of that. And unfortunately, just not everybody loves racing games, you know? Or, I mean, the people that do really like racing games, though, are people that own xboxes though at this right there are they kind of have to mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. I know. i'm just being um, a dink to xbox tonight but yeah there's a lot of like but it's correct i think it's good constructive criticism though because i think you're right like they do are are missing that with comparing to hellblade could competitors. be it hellblade yeah. like there is there is potential here hellblade yeah, could be it exactly but I mean, also it's like it's also when you look at their their studios that they've acquired as well. A lot of those studios are not going to be making console exclusive games, like you know, ID. It, like all their games aren't going to be exclusive to Xbox or it, Activision. It could go exclusive. I think that should happen. They, to be honest they with could, you. but I feel like it's not going to. Mm. Um, in the same way, like Indiana Jones, I think will probably be exclusive. But beyond that, like whenever the next Doom comes out, I think that'll be on PlayStation still. Or switch. Well, again, it kind of depends on the model there, too. So if it's like they want to go cross play multiplayer stuff, then, yeah, put it on yeah. everything for sure. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the strategy for a lot of the games that they make first party wise is to have them cross platform in a lot of ways, mm. even if it's just cross platform with PC. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a different if it's a it's a different animal. But, you know, dude, I could see Quake evolve to something like a Destiny competitor, actually. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they they can do wolfenstein doom and quake all in the same just make it new kind of thing like i think one of those is going to evolve into something a little bit different and quake already kind of did with champions or championships or whatever champions yeah um and quake 3 kind of started that path as well so like some of these some of these franchises warcraft is a great example of that you know it starts off in one place and the way people know warcraft is not how it started exactly like i i would be surprised if we ever got a real-time strategy Warcraft game ever again. Yeah. Which makes me sad because I, w- totally. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way, like, I don't think if they ever go back to StarCraft, I don't think it'll be real, real-time real strategy. It'll be something else. I kind of hope it isn't real-time strategy, actually. 
kind of want it to be yeah. give us i mean we say it all the time like give us ghosts give us something and that 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 universe yeah. is crazy that is oh, such right. a great like the lore it's it's meant to be experienced you know and and the fact that it's based in a real time strategy i guess style or genre keeps too many people out of it unfortunately and yeah. more people need to know what's going on in the starcraft universe cuz it's great Dude, I, I wish I could somehow travel to the alternate reality where StarCraft Ghosts actually came out. Because oh, that game any of looked it. amazing. I can't believe that that game never came Let out. Let it, it have finished. StarCraft. Let it at StarCraft. That would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, I think, like, you could even have someone like Arcane do StarCraft and do, like, a like a StarCraft Ghost or something. You know what? Kill Overwatch. And let those guys yeah. do uh, do StarCraft. <laughs> no, we don't need a StarCraft hero shooter. Sean. No, that's not what I mean. Um, just like that's that's definitely not what I mean. But just they they have you have people who can make first person shooters and true. You, you could kill off Overwatch. But yeah, don't don't. Sorry, yeah. I definitely don't mean to have that style yeah. of game. Or, or like StarCraft. imagine, Sean, imagine if you had like a, a StarCraft game where you played as a Marine and it was like Metroid Prime in first person with like the helmet and all the little augmentations on it and stuff like dude that would be so cool you'd hang out with um with uh with doom guy and master chief just another marine yeah. shooter yeah yeah uh you know speaking of which sean a lot of people are talking about playstation all-stars battle royale 2 this week when when is our xbox fight it's like smash brothers clone coming we need that i don't because i've been playing killer i played killer instinct as well this week I oh to nice one nice one. Killer yes. Instinct came back yes uh, and it's super fun that's a good um, game i actually like the new update a lot mm-hmm. but i'm also just like man we really like i love the fact that general ram and arbiter in this but yep. like I almost wish we had like a Smash Brothers for Xbox now that we have the Activision IPs and uh, like the the Bethesda IPs and everyone else. Like, how cool would that be with all the different characters? I'd want a shooter, actually. Like I'd want I, like because Smash is Nintendo. That makes they, they own that. And, you know, PlayStation did it and it didn't really work out. I'd want right. I'd, I'd want it to be a, like a shooter. I'd want it to just go around and you're playing as Master Chief and you kill Arbiter and you kill Doom Guy and you kill whoever else. Like that would be awesome. That'd be so yeah. fun. And then you could have like joke characters like a, a you know, like a pinata from Viva Pinata yes. as one of the characters. Yeah, and totally. Little like flowers at enemies. And I don't stuff. know if I really buy into this idea, to be honest with you, but something. I don't want it to be a platform fighter. Well, something. Well, something actually, else. I, I would almost rather it be like Marvel versus Capcom or Dragon Ball Fighters. Like yeah, do something I don't, like I'm that. just not that oh, much into fighting game. I want to like play it. <laughs> you know, I'm not really that's into a, fighting that's games. That's that's your first mistake because fighting games are great, Sean. Yeah, I know they are. I'm just not very good at them, and I and I. Oh, fall you're right. Off like that. that's kind of like real time strategy because there's a lot of like people that also won't play fighting games. Right. In the same way that people won't play racing games or won't play real time strategy games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what. Like. Yeah. For another day, maybe. Maybe. But for that, friends, that is going to conclude this episode of the xbox drive but before we go sean plugs go oh i want to plug game pass um like what the heck man game pass was absolutely nuts we got remnant one and two we got uh far cry six for god's sakes rise of the tomb raider one of my favorite games of all time spirit north is awesome people should definitely play that steam world build i'll be playing on pc for sure world war z aftermath i'm not even going through all these you got goat simulator three an absolutely ridiculous drop of game pass so i wanted to plug that real quick ryan also, real quick, if people were interested in Chain Echoes, which is a really good role-playing game oh, that no. came out last year, it's leaving Game Pass this month. Yeah, so if you one. see it on sale and you're interested in picking it up, pick it up because it's a it's a really good role-playing game. Uh, other than that, Ryan, Sean Capri on Twitter, Sean LeConner, Capri like the pants. Uh, same in Discord. Come hang out in Discord. And December 7th, hang out with us, uh, do a watch along. I promise you guys, like that's gonna be it's gonna be the best experience that you got. 
you know, you can yeah. you can silence us all if you want to. You can turn us up. Like the Discord is going to offer us a, a cool new experience for the Game Awards this year, my friend. Yeah. In fact, I'm probably going to have interesting stories to talk about. I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's cool. We'll talk about it off air. When we've Patrons should check, check out my episode of Sweet Hangs with Donnie Reese, three hours and 40 minutes. We describe the perfect Mario game. People should definitely go check that out. We basically mixed in a PC gaming podcast with an Xbox podcast with a PlayStation podcast, and then we finished it off with a Nintendo podcast. It was a great time. Uh, Court Lalonde had, uh, is on the Pants podcast this week, so lots of yeah. stuff happening at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming, and I think that's it for me, my friend. And my my episode is next week for for pants. So get your questions in for me. Mm. Uh, the, oh. the question post goes up on Monday. Last chance for extra life donations. We're giving away the remaining remainder prizes next week. Stay tuned. Chase tuned Ryan for the stream. We're gonna have, we're gonna host a stream. Give away the remaining prizes. And uh, tomorrow I may be seeing Tony Baker and dropping off his prize that he won uh, a stream cam. Thanks to Miles of Amanda and uh, the partnership with Logitech. So see you tomorrow, Tony Baker. Nice. There you go. Nice. Well, as for me, Sean, before I go into my socials, uh, I made a special appearance on another show this week that I wanted to plug real quick. Um, I was on Mr. Midas's channel uh, talking about role playing games. We actually recorded that episode um, the night after we did Xbox Drive 300. So my voice um, was uh, something that they the five hour like, episode. Yeah, yeah the, the day after the five hour episode. Um, and we actually mentioned it on the episode, which is just funny. But uh, him and I talked about role-playing games. So you can check that out over at uh, his YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Mr. Midas Plays. Um, but otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can also find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming right here, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming. And of course, podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capre, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 319 of the Xbox Drive. And we're out. Bye. The way that Bobby just, I mean, the way Ryan just said Sean Capre reminded me of how Bobby used to say Sean Capre. So we'll see you guys all next week with the Game Awards. And then uh, the episode next week is going to be right after the Game Awards next week. So we're going to be having that perfectly timed. Goodbye, everybody. Bob. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. We want to say thank you to all of our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Tony Baker from the Quest for Pixels podcast. You can check them out over at youtube.com slash Quest for Pixels. That's the number four, not spelled out for Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox drive. You can check out his link tree in the podcast description with all his links to his incredible music. Lee Navarro, the Phoenix leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. You can check him out over at phoenixoverdrive.com. Trucker Sloth and Quagmire, who also reminds you, hey, by the way, you should probably play all those extra endings in Nier Automata. Our platinum producers, Jonas Young, and our gold members, Adam K., Anna, Bowza, Brian Eck, Brian Reese, Cecily Carosa, Dan and Luma, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, Yon32, Marcus O'Neill, Mo Spankins, Paige AP, Shy Guy, and Tim Alf. Thank you all for all of your support. And if you want to hop in the car with us, you can check us out over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming and choose the tier that's right for you with all kinds of exclusive content like the Pants Patreon podcast for Patreon podcast, Carpool Gaming BTS. It could be anything and a whole lot more.